Hello, and welcome to Small Business Happy Hour, a podcast where we interview a different entrepreneur or small business owner every week to hear their story. We chat about their business, passions, struggles, and all things small business. Oh, and we drink with our guests during the interview, hence the happy hour. I'm your host, Derek, founder of Yoga for All Humans, a fully online yoga studio. And I'm your host, Holly, creator of the blog, The Bitter Lemon, and author of many books. We are so happy you're here. Hey, Holly, how are you? Hey, doing good. How are you doing? Good. We were just talking about the weather. We had a nasty storm roll through. And quite the cold uh, Christmas this year. I mean, we didn't talk about that earlier, but good Lord. Like, I can't believe it's going to be so cold. I know. I um, normally when like cold or like icy weather rolls through, like I don't have to worry about being out in it. But like this year I have to go to work and I'm just like, woof. Yeah. But I am not going to complain about cold weather during the holidays because last year it was like 80 degrees on Christmas day. And my mom and I, we wanted to make mold wine. So we did, but we put ice cubes in it. Like it was Mm -hmm. so freaking hot. Yeah. I hate hot Christmas. I just can't believe it's going to be like. It's going to be like the twenties or even the teens. Yeah. So, um, of course, no snow though. (laughs) <laughs> fun part of like christmas yeah um but texas really can't handle that so i guess that's good yeah and now we're like approaching a new year which i hate being i hate 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 being that person that's like i can't believe it's a new year but i i can't <laughs> i can't either honestly like 2022 was such an interesting year I mean, I went into it wanting it to be, like, a really positive year. Yeah. But it had, like, a lot of ups and downs. And, like, some of it was fast. Some of it was slow. I had a lot of transitions throughout the year. You know, I went from Mm -hmm. only focusing on the studio to starting the part-time job and then moving into the full-time job. So... Yeah, it was, and then starting the podcast. So a lot happened this year. So I guess, yeah. I guess there are a lot of things to be grateful for. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just been a year of a whole lot, but I'm looking forward to a new year. I feel like 2023 has got to be the the best year since, since COVID. <laughs> right. You know, 2019 was like such a fantastic year for me. Same. And 2020, um, obviously that was a tough year for, I think, most people. 2021, I felt like was an interesting year because I don't know if you recall, but so the the common theme around New Year's Eve when we were turning from 2020 to 2021 was like the pandemic was going to be over. Like at midnight, our lives were going to go back to how it was in 2019, which obviously didn't happen. Yeah. I felt like it was so weird that people were acting like that. And then 2021 seemed like a very similar year in terms of like, you know, the pandemic and all of that. And so I think for 2022, probably a lot of people had those like same sentiments of like wishing things would go back to quote unquote normal. And um, I mean, a lot of it has. Yeah, I, I, I think it depends on 
yeah, how you look at it, because I know it's like still a touchy subject for so many people. And yeah, now they're saying, you know, we're in like a triple dimmick or whatever the hell they're calling it. Yeah. I mean, I think the main thing people need to keep in mind is, I mean, COVID's not over. I don't think it ever will be. I think yeah. it's, um, it's going to be like the flu, you know, it'll be mm-hmm. COVID season, flu season. And uh, it's more important than ever to get those shots, people. <laughs> <laughs> not us giving the medical advice. I feel like when I was coming off 2021, like the end of 2021 was so rough for me, like I had worked so much. That's when I was like, really like, okay, 2022, I am changing the way I spend my time and my real goal for my, I always pick a word for the year that is kind of like that word sort of like guides my goals. Um, I'm a really big like goal setter. And that is like what propels me like through the year. Um, I will say like, I haven't always set like New Year's resolutions, but there were years like right after I graduated college when it would be New Year's Eve. And when I look back on the year, I could not recall much I had done, whether that's because I didn't do much or whether that's because I drank too much or whether that's because (laughs) I just... I didn't have like any goals. I didn't have like anything that was really like driving my life. Honestly, like it's, I don't know about you, but it's crazy to think about like how I was like when I graduated college and how I was like navigating my like quote unquote career and everything. Um, I think about that a lot. So I don't know what specific year it was, but I was like, okay, I'm going to start setting goals and check in with I usually do like a quarterly check-in to see like where I'm at because I just it sounds cheesy but like I just refuse to let time pass me by like that to me I realized a few years ago that's my biggest fear time passing me by even if it's a day and I'm like I don't know what I did today that really bothers me so when I went into 2022 I was like it was really important for me to stop this like hustling stop turning everything into like a business opportunity stop working so much to where you're like making yourself sick so my word for 2022 was protect as in like protect my time protect my peace protect my space and the universe rewarded me with uh having me have no job they were like okay you want time and peace bitch? here is a layoff <laughs> <laughs> good luck here's a curveball yeah so yeah. that is i don't I, I i guess i'm kind of trying to think of the last year i made real resolutions um you said, said it's been right yeah i didn't make them for 2020 going into 2021 for sure and i haven't made it since then and i don't know i don't i can't recall if i made them before 2020 like for the the couple years leading up to it. Yeah. Um, because maybe I was just going through like a transitionary period. By the way, we haven't even said this is the New Year's resolution episode where we're I know, talk- I was about to say <laughs> that BT dubs, the guests for this episode are ourselves because 
This is the last episode of 2022, and we just needed to have it with ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, we figured talking about New Year's resolutions um, would be a great way to wrap up the year and hopefully head into a, a really good 2023. Because while you were talking, I was kind of thinking about what my 2021 looked like, and that was whenever you know, I quit my job, started the studio. That yeah. was toward the end of the year. So I had a lot of like really high hopes for 2022. For sure. Which didn't necessarily pan out with the business. Um, yeah. As we've talked about before. So I think that's why I have a sour taste in my mouth about this year in general. Um, but obviously a lot of good. Yeah. Okay. But a lot of good things have happened. Um, yeah. No, I feel similarly because obviously getting laid off put a cloud yeah. over my year. But when I really think about the year, I... I think it was a fine year. Was it great? No, but I do think I made a lot of progress in terms of like at the top of the year, it took me probably three months to really get solid rest from all the stuff that I did in 2021 and to really like stop taking freelance jobs when I had a full-time job. And the fact that I was able to do that, I felt like I learned a lot, even though that's not currently the situation that I'm in. Like, I at least saw that I can do it and that it's okay to do it and that like I can still reach financial goals, not like working 24 seven. So I, I think that's great. And just generally, like I had some really memorable moments. I went to New York to see John Mayer and I saw, Oh, I've been following him on tour for 20 years. I saw the best concert of his earlier this year that I will never forget my, best friend Sheena and I finally got to go to Iceland. We planned it for 2020, kept planning it and it kept not happening because of the pandemic. And we finally got to go. And that, that trip was really kind of her idea. I personally would never, like, I would never sit and think like, Oh, I want to go to Iceland and plan a trip. She planned this trip. We went and it was like, I felt like I was on Mars the whole time we were there. Like, <laughs> um, and even just being able to do that and have the financial means to do that, like, yeah. is fantastic. And, um, yeah, like, I, you know, going to Nashville, I even just going to, I went to a venue downtown. I went to Stubbs, which is like an iconic Austin live music venue. But I lived here for seven years and I'd never gone. And it was fucking awesome. I saw an amazing concert there. I think my ticket was $30. They have barbecue, beer, like I had the best time. I overall, like I had some good moments and I don't, I definitely don't want the layoff to, to shadow that because, um, that is just like a blip. That's a blip on their, like my life, you know? Yeah. Well, I was excited to make New Year's resolutions this year. Cause like even before, whenever I was making them, they were usually pretty superficial, you know, like, like losing weight weight. yeah Yeah, getting more active like it was it was oftentimes more about like sticking to a workout schedule or diet than it Uh was about things i now find more meaningful yeah Mm -hmm. exactly it's a really good point because um i feel like i probably had similar goals like that in the past as well um Mm. And like I'm going to go to the gym four days a week, you know, stuff like that. Right. Or like, you're going to change the way you eat. You're not going to eat fast food or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So this is not Lent. This is 
<laughs> we're, we're doing healthy New Year's resolutions this year. Um, okay. So, so I'll get this kicked off. Yeah. So you've got some goals. I've got some goals. We don't, we did not discuss the goals prior. So these will be. No. Yeah. I'm excited <laughs> about it. Um, and I, I, some of mine may seem kind of silly, but they're important to me. No, um, I don't think I'm, I'm like, mine are probably, I feel like mine are probably boring, but I no. don't, you know, whatever. So my first one is to, so I eat a lot of hummus and Wesley eats a lot of chicken salad. Um, that's like kind of our go-to snacks, you know? Uh-huh. And so my goal this year is to make those in-house. Um, okay. Because, you know, we buy them from the grocery store a lot, which is fine. And it's not really from a cost perspective. It's from an ingredient perspective. Because, um, mm-hmm. you know, whenever you make those things yourself, it has fewer ingredients. It's healthier. So if we're going to be eating things, those things on the regular, I would rather them have not be processed, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to perfect a hummus recipe, which I've made hummus before and I know it's not difficult. Um, so I'm looking forward to perfecting that and then also perfecting a chicken salad recipe and either like making our own mayo, which I've also done before for Whole30 or like, you know, they have really organic mayos that you can get from the store. It's just more expensive. Mm, yeah, I know. I get the... It's not vegan, but I think, well, not Primal vegan. Kitchen. The Primal Kitchen avocado mayo, avocado yeah. oil mayo. I don't that think that would that, be the one I would get. I don't think that that's vegan, but that's the, one, that's the one I get. It's like $10. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I could buy that or I could make it myself. Yeah, I've been uh, putting that on. If I make like a sandwich to go to work, a cheese sandwich to take to work, mm-hmm. I'll use that mayo on it. It's so good, but. It is it, very good. It is $10. <laughs> I know. But it's literally just like avocado oil and eggs. Whereas yeah. like, you know, the hydrogenated oils and stuff is what I'm trying to avoid. Avoid, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So that's your first goal is to make perfect uh-huh. the recipes. And keep okay. them in house all the time. Okay, that's a good one. Um, I will... For this first part, I'll share my word because that is like what's guiding all my other goals. So like I said, for 2022, my word was protect. Now, usually the word like comes to me for whatever. And this one came to me probably like a month ago. And I had to do a little research because I was like, I don't even know if this is like what I'm thinking it means. So my word for 2023 is romanticize. Okay. Which... Technically, the definition, I I have it for you, Um, deal with or describe in in an idealized or unrealistic fashion, make something seem better or more appealing than it really is, which sounds so toxic. (laughs) Um, So the reason I picked this word for 2023 is it, it came to me, I think I mentioned it on the podcast where I think I text you and I was like, I feel like there's no time. I feel like I'm rushing around all like I was rushing around to get ready for work. And it's like even sitting down to do my makeup. I feel like I can't even enjoy it. Like I'm just rushing through everything. And that was bothering me so much. And I recall that when I was putting together one of my weekly newsletters, I came across this article from like self magazine that basically said that it's important that romanticizing your own life is a way for you to be present. And it's almost like a form of meditation because 
it's not about like how this says describing something, uh, making it seem better than it actually is. Instead of looking at it as like, as that it's really being aware of every moment in your life and like kind of grateful for what you already have. And like, not, so not necessarily making things seem better than they are. Just, I think of it as more as like making moments for yourself. Mindfulness. Yeah. It's just really mindfulness. Um, I read this morning, like before we recorded this, I went and found the article again and it was like all these quotes from therapists talking about how, you know, we all go through our day and we're, we are rushing through it and, um, think moments pass you by. And like, I guess this started as like a TikTok trend, which I wouldn't know because I'm not on TikTok, Um, (laughs) but I guess like romanticize your life or something, some sort of hashtag was trending on TikTok where people were, I guess some people really take it to an extreme and it's like wearing costumes and all sorts of things like that. But I'm just thinking of it in terms of really being mindful and not just, I think in the past I've had goals related to mindfulness that are setting aside time for meditation. But this is like, I don't want it to necessarily be that. I want it to just be like my whole Mm-hmm. existence no i think that's beautiful and that actually inspires me too and i mean obviously that's one of the reasons i like yoga is because it gives you time to like you know really be in the moment mm-hmm. um and my hope is always that 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 carries with me but i'm the same way like i'll get busy doing work all day and like just completely lose track of everything and just feel negative about it but you know there's a lot to be grateful for even in the little things Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's my word. So then some of most of my goals that I'll share after like go with that word. And I always have um a vision board that has like my word and whatever. And usually like for protect, I made like a bunch of like evil eyes and put it put it on my board. And then my uh-huh. color was kind of blue because it went with the evil eyes. But I I haven't made my vision board yet, but I think it's gonna be like pink and like just have lots of little, like, I just envision, like, um, honestly, when I think of the word romanticize, I think of just having like a cup of tea with like a book, like that's the first Uh image that comes Uh into my head when I think of that. So I feel like that will be a lot of my vision board will be like quiet moment pictures. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, uh, at the end of my every yoga class, uh, I try to say like, you know, you made time for yourself. That's what's important. Because mm-hmm. um, that's oftentimes the hardest thing we do. So, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, cool. So, my next one is another food one. Apparently, I was, uh, was kind of hungry when I was making <laughs> these. Um, <laughs> so, I really enjoy cooking, but since taking on a full time job on top of everything else, I've kind of had to shift away from cooking as much. Um, cause after I left Lamar, before I started at Empirical, I was cooking every night, you know, I would get, usually we would do like HelloFresh meals, um, where they would send you all the ingredients and stuff and then cook it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a little bo- bit more manageable. I didn't have to like come up with the recipes and buy the ingredients and everything, but I really enjoyed cooking every night because I just, it kind of like you know, the romanticizing, like, that's kind of, like, one way that I am very mindful is I just, like, Mm -hmm. spend an hour, you know, doing something 
you know, really nice for me and my husband, just like, it's nice to have a home-cooked meal, right? But I had to take a step back from that. So now we usually just cook like one meal either for lunch or dinner for the week. And then we do like um, freshly, which is like, you know, just microwavable meals. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because like literally I can't balance it otherwise. Yeah. So rather than trying to like get back to cooking every night, knowing that that's unrealistic, uh, my goal is to cook from a cookbook twice a month. Yeah. So we have a lot of cookbooks and we never use them. So twice a month, not even an every weekend thing. Um, I want to try to cook from a cookbook, um, and like make it like a really special, like cool meal, you know? So I'm looking forward to that. I think that'll be fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it funny that like, we don't cook from cookbooks. (laughs) I swear. Like I have at least three and you just Google it. Yeah. Or like, um, I use Pinterest, but yeah, it's. No, totally. My, my next goal kind of goes with that. So as I said, like my word is romanticized. So in terms of like my, some of my goals are like being present, making moments for myself. And one of the like tangible things I want to do that's kind of gotten away from me is for a good chunk, not for a good, in the summer I, of 2021, I read that book 24-6 by Tiffany. I think her name is Tiffany Schlein where she encourages people to have one day a week that they are no screens. And I was really doing that for pretty much until I started working retail. Uh And I honestly could not believe how much better that that made me feel like I got better sleep that night that I had no screens during the day. And I started really looking forward to that day with no screens. Like I would kind of tell people the night before like hey I'm not gonna be on my phone tomorrow and I would use that day to usually cook a meal from a cookbook I had same thing I think I have seven or eight cookbooks and they literally sit on my shelf and collect dust because I never use them and so I would I would get so much joy out of opening the book writing down what I need to get to the grocery going to the grocery store and not you know writing my list on paper not having it be on my phone and walking through getting the ingredients and then coming home and like putting on a record or listening to, I, I bought like a CD boom box because it's no screens and making a meal, like whether it was like a meal for that day or like a meal that I could eat like all week or whatever. Like I made red beans, like red beans and rice from scratch a few times, which mm-hmm. I never really had done. I think I just made um, all kinds of stuff and I just looked forward to it. So in terms of like making moments for myself, getting back to the 24 six, I, I don't think I'll be able to like do it every Sunday. Like I was doing it, but that's something that she discusses in the book is like making it work for your life. So it doesn't have to be the same day every week. It can just be one day, even if you can't do a whole day, you know, doing what you can in terms of a digital like detox. So yeah, I definitely want to make that get back to that in some in a way that works like for my my life that's awesome i love that yeah i know i remember that you were doing that and i wasn't i didn't i haven't brought it up because i knew that you probably weren't able to do it as much since starting retail so i'm glad that you'll start to get back into that because i know that that was really good for you 
Yeah, it definitely, I really enjoyed it. And it definitely was not as difficult as I think it sounds. Like at first it's like, whoa, what what mm-hmm. am I going to do? There were a few days of the no screens that I did allow myself to watch TV. Mm-hmm. Because my reasoning was like, TV is not the issue. Mm-hmm. That would be um, my biggest thing is I just enjoy TV so much. Yeah. And it's yeah. like even if I, I would either, the, the kind of way I concluded it with myself was like, I'm not going to watch news. I'm not going to watch like news on those days. If I do let myself watch TV and it's like something that I've wanted to watch. Like I usually would watch like a few episodes of like the shy that I downloaded so that I wouldn't even be like on my, Mm. I wouldn't even be like scrolling on showtime or whatever. Like I tried to make it as less, digital as possible i guess mm-hmm. but that's cool yeah so that is one of my goals back to 24 6 life <laughs> i support it this one was actually inspired by katie one of our guests um the social media oh, marketing cool. guest yeah because remember she was talking about um networking events and i am a member of austin young chamber and the Austin LGBT Chamber of Commerce, two different things. And each of them have like networking stuff, you know, like a lunch or like different kind of social things. Um, but for whatever reason, partially because I am not good at planning, um, that kind of stuff, I, I don't get, I haven't been to a social event in months. Um, so my goal is to make it to one event per month, which, you know, I should be able to do that between two chambers, having multiple different things, um, make that to one event a month. Cause like, I'm not a salesperson. I hate being a salesperson, but at those things, that's professional networking. So what you do for a living always comes up. So it's an easy way for me to just introduce yoga for our humans to more people. Um, and like a less, you know, intrusive way. So that's my goal is to do one networking thing a month. Oh, wow. Because mm. I actually do enjoy them, but I can't yeah. do too many networking things because I'm <laughs> burnt out, like burnt out socially. Yeah, I feel like one balance it. Isn't, isn't too much. Yeah. 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 And then if some months I can make it to more and it just happens, you know, then it happens. <laughs> yeah. My next one is. I have, you know, being thankful for my health, but also investing time in caring for myself. And in 2019 and at the beginning of 2022, I was like getting in some really good shape. And then the pandemic happened and the yoga studio that I was going to did offer online classes. And I was really going to those like pretty hardcore for months. I even would like set up my space. Like I would lay out my mat, I would light a candle, maybe sage. Like I was like doing it and I I would take a bar class. I would go out on my balcony and use like the rail as a bar. Like I was, yes. But obviously after months of that, like I got so like not into it. Um, it was so hard for me. And I started walking a lot, like around my complex and I did that for a while, but then it was like, I started feeling really weird about that. Like a, 
even though I feel like I live in a pretty safe area, I felt like I can only go at certain times of the day because I don't want to feel scared to be out there. And I also like, I started to get a little paranoid that like my neighbors were being like, why is this girl always outside walking? Like you have to <laughs> walk around the complex like so many times to get to like two miles. That was always yeah. like a goal was to do two miles a day. I honestly just have been on such a weird place with my physical. Like I, I eat pretty healthy, but really until working a retail job, I live like a pretty sedentary life, which is sounds sad when I say it out loud, but it's true. And I worry about like my internal health based on that. So we're recording this before Christmas, but um, I asked for a walking pad for my apartment for Christmas. Oh, nice. That's a good idea. You can't see it, but it's back there. (laughs) Um, It was my mom got it for me. She was like, I was like, oh, something was delivered for Christmas. She was like, I don't know what you're talking about. So, because I really want to keep walking, I know that's really good for your health, but I was like, I don't, I, I talk myself out of of walking outside, which sounds so sad, but like, it's true. And I was like, I, I, if I get a walking pad, that's quiet. And, um, then I can walk while I watch TV or I can put it out on my balcony and like get fresh air. I can listen to a podcast. Like I can still get the steps without feeling scared or feeling like people are watching me and like <laughs> whatever. Um, I looked at like those pedals that you can like put under your desk, but I was like, I really want, I really just want to be able to walk. So um, I want to walk. And then I have my yoga for all humans you lowered the price on the live class Uh subscription. So now I have a subscription to take live classes, which I'm excited about. And um, I really just want to get back to a place, not necessarily setting like, you know, a daily goal or anything like that, but just really making that um, part of like my self-care and like just know, you know, taking care of myself in that way. So I'm excited for that that's awesome yeah i love that and that's a very like doing it for your health not for your appearance kind of thing right Um, yeah i it's a tough thing to to battle with internally it is and it's like i because i think there's been a few times like over the past year where you know not not looks related just really like maybe i've taken boxes to goodwill or something and i noticed like i'm out of breath or when I first started a retail store, like it takes you a while to adjust to being on your feet for five, six, seven hours. And it's like, okay, these are not horrible things, but it's like, I definitely want um, like high cholesterol runs in my family. Like I've had some family members with heart problems and like, I definitely want to make sure I'm not uh, falling into just bad habits that are going to really screw me over later in life. And I have found that like walking or doing yoga, like really helps me with my creativity. Like it helps me get uh, like out of my head, helps me de-stress. And like, obviously that is really, really important to me. So um, I also asked for a scale for Christmas. I asked for the walking pad and a scale that would connect to my phone and show me more than just my weight, show me actual like information about um, like my body. 
Um, I don't know anything about those connected scales, but I always ask my mom for gifts uh, that require research because she's willing to do the research. Oh, cool. Um, I told her like, if it's possible that there's a scale out there that has a limit to how much you look at it per day, I would appreciate that. I was like, oh, is there cool. a scale yeah. that is anti body dysmorphia slash eating disorder? Because yeah. I hate that. Yeah. I don't even, even have a scale show that works the weight. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, even if it doesn't show the weight, I really want it to be like my, my guess, my body mass index or like mm. my, does it show like, I don't even know what the, I know, cause I'm like so anti-scale, yeah. but I wanted something that would kind of help me have a barometer for how things are going. So. Yeah. That's cool. Cause yeah, there's so much more than just the, the stupid number on there. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's so. cool. I mean, I know how you like it. Cause I've been, our scale died like probably two or three years ago and I never replaced the battery. Um, yeah. Cause I don't think that number is important, but let me know how no. you like that. Cause I think I might be interested in something like that. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I really, the only, that's the only information that I gave her was like something that connects my phone, something that shows me more than just the weight. And if there's like any sort of like, if it's like a scale that is anti body. (laughs) That's cool. I'm excited to hear more about it once you get it. I know those are my, uh, I think she found, she did ask me like, is there a color? I'm like, no. Okay. Okay. So maybe she found something. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of my health portion of my physical health. That's the physical health portion of my goal goals. Well, I have a walking goal too, to piggyback <gasps> off of that. Because um, obviously, like, thankfully with the yoga, like, me and my tech coordinator kind of split monitoring classes. So, I mean, I get my yoga in whenever I'm teaching and I also get my yoga in whenever I'm monitoring classes because I do it while just paying attention to the chat mm-hmm. um but i do want to prioritize walking more in the new year both for me and for the dogs you know because these poor puppies sometimes they don't leave the house for a few days because i'm just like you know either bad at prioritizing my time or just mostly it's getting out of bed in the mornings because i'm just not a morning person mm-hmm. um but I do want to try to start getting up earlier because, I mean, like you said, walking is important for me and it's also really important for them. And so I, I'm more so trying to prioritize this for their health and I'll get a benefit out of it. Um, mm-hmm. But that I really need to, to walk them more. I've been feeling like a really bad pet parent <laughs> because of that. In Iowa, I was really good at it because we could go like on my lunch breaks, you know, we would, we would oftentimes go in the middle of the day because it was never too hot. But like whenever we moved here and just fell out of habit, you know, just because there were so many transitions going on and then just with the summers being so hot and how long that lasted, like, and me not being a morning person. So yeah, I'm going to work on that. I'm not going to hold myself to too high of a standard, but I didn't even set like how many days per week I wanted to to go walking. I'm just going to try my best, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's not like they don't, you know, you have a backyard and they go out there and get exercise and yeah. Yeah. It's just good for them to get out too. Yeah. See people, see other animals, new smells. One sniffing for dogs is apparently like, I forgot what my friend said 
exactly it does but it's something about like it lowers their blood pressure whenever they sniff and like oh, really things like that yeah like wow weird like healthy things and so anytime they sniff i just let them you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> just not in a rush you know <laughs> yeah Okay. Um, my next goal is kind of financial. I always have like a financial goal and I'm sure once, probably once I get through January, I'll be able to really like, I usually have a definite, like put this amount into savings, put this amount toward debt. Um, I don't have that yet just cause I need to kind of see where I'm at in January with, um, my new, it's looking like at the in in 2023 at this point anyway what i'm looking at in terms of work is like i'm getting close to like full-time work with my freelance person but i also agreed to continue working at the retail store um they asked me yeah they asked me if i wanted to stay and i told them like i just kind of laid it out like I'm going to be getting more work for my, from my freelance client. Um, so I'm kind of shifting my retail work to being on, like, I think I will work still during the week, but I requested like shorter shifts during the week and longer shifts on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday so that I could focus on the freelance work during the week and then have the retail. I think really for me, I'm just a little bit too worried at this point to like let the retail go, even though the check is small, it's still money that like at this point I need. So until I see proof that like I am getting full-time work from my freelance client, I feel like I won't be able to let the retail go. But I will, I think the other thing is like, I do like the people that I work with for the most part. And it's honestly been like nice for me to get out of the house and like, yeah. Yeah. The customers aren't my favorite, but I do like being around like makeup and I like being around my coworkers. And I think that part of it's good. So we'll see. But anyway, for financial, I do have like some cleanup to do after this like six months of living out of my savings. And I really just want to focus on like being grateful for what I have, which meaning like spending less and kind of cleaning up, but, you know, kind of building back for that future. Um, so, you know, kind of building my savings account back up, paying off, you know, continuing to pay off debt. And over the years, like I've always had a goal of kind of buying less. Like I'm really not someone that buys a lot of clothes or whatever. Like I spend money, more money on like experiences and things like that. I don't want to say I'm not doing that, but I also don't have any goals that are like go to Italy, which was initially when I had a full-time job, that was what I wanted to do in 2023. Not saying I won't, but that is not, um, I really want to focus on, um, back to the romanticized thing, like the moments I can create for myself that maybe don't cost any money or maybe cost less money so that I can kind of clean up and like, rebuild six months of not having a full-time job (laughs) yeah i'm kind of ignoring that part of my life for now because i've had to shift a lot of things because of the studio yeah um and i've spent a lot of money on the studio so i'm just like ignoring (laughs) making any plans for that until it starts paying for itself and then i can actually like 
you know, figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. The financial thing is something that I've always had, like money. I call it money noise, like over <laughs> the course of my life. Like I did not come from money. I did not, I was not raised understanding money. Um, when I went to college, I was broke as hell and really got myself into a lot of financial trouble. Um, and I had to figure stuff out the hard way. And even still, sometimes when I talk to like my mom about finances or friends, everyone is just so different with how they handle Mm -hmm. their finances and like what they think is good, bad, whatever. And I know for me, like, man, I sometimes hate going and like balancing and looking at everything, but it's like, well, I always feel so much better after I do it and like put a plan together and figure it out. Um, so it's, it's just like one of those things, you know, Uh but that's, that's where it is. And I think, I think keeping the retail job will help me because for me, having multiple income sources does help me divide where I can put the money. That's like something that I get really OCD about. Like I like to say, okay, all the money coming from here is going to this place or 10% of this is going here or whatever. Um, so we'll see. And obviously that might change because I have no idea like what the whole year in terms of my employment will be, but that's what it is for right now. That's awesome. I love that. My next one also came from Katie. Um, (laughs) I know. Um, because you, you probably saw my mind was blown when we were talking to her about like the other side of the algorithm that I had no clue about of like the algorithm rewards you for engaging in other people's content. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, duh, but I just never <laughs> thought about it. Um, social and, media um, means being social. Right. Mm-hmm. And not only from like a algorithm perspective, but it also like got me to thinking like, you know, we've had conversations about how people that we consider close to us on that, you know, that we're mutuals with on social don't engage with our content, mm-hmm. you know, and how we get, you know, kind of butthurt over that or, yeah. you know, and I had a kind of a bitch session about how people don't support the studio and things like that, even yeah. if it's from like just sharing or commenting or whatever on socials. And I really got to thinking, I was like, well, I haven't done a very good job of that myself. You know, like, I don't engage with many people's content. Like sometimes like I'll just see something, not even click like and just keep on scrolling. And I was like, well, I'm kind of guilty of my own bitch session. So like, I want to try to do a better job of, you know, commenting on people's stuff and it being meaningful comments and or even liking things or, you know, so like, yeah, it'll benefit me. But I also kind of realized that I was being hypocritical. Um, because you have to, you know, it's kind of a mutual exchange, like show appreciation for people's life, whether it's not necessarily something that, you know, you're super interested in. It's obviously what they choose to share. So I can show appreciation for them. And then maybe that comes around, maybe it doesn't, but, um, it was kind of a slap in the face whenever I really sat down and thought about it. I was like, Oh, I'm kind of a dick. So, um, (laughs) I'll uh, do a better job of 
showing people love on on socials. So, so while most of us are out here trying to not be on social media, Derek's goal to spend <laughs> more time on social media. <laughs> Uh, well, that's where my business is too, you know. So it's like, no, I totally get it. I know, but it's uh, it's, it's it was interesting whenever I kind of had that full like picture <laughs> of, and what I usually what I found because I've already started trying to do it some, so it's not just a January first. I'm starting right. you know, like in the mornings, like I mentioned, I don't enjoy waking up, and so usually I'll like lay in bed for like thirty minutes, just like literally just you know cuddle with the puppies or um just trying to will myself out of bed and i'm not depressed no one worry about that it's just how i've always been (laughs) Um, (laughs) but i like can spend that time like just like you know engaging in people's social and so i've actually like you know been able to enjoy like an extra 15 30 minutes in bed and also you know do something that I consider somewhat meaningful, you know, it is kind of weird to think about, you know, social stuff being meaningful, but I mean, that's what it's there for. I mean, I think it is actually, I think your perspective is an interesting one because I know for me, like I bitch a lot about the same thing and um, social media is often doesn't feel like a very social place. It Mm -hmm. feels like a place where like no one fits in kind of. Um, so I think the way you're looking at it is like, you're make you're getting back to the roots of it. Your social media is social and you're actually using it to connect with people, which at the core, like that's good. Instead of just aimlessly scrolling, you're actually using it for what it's for, which I think is good. Cool. I appreciate <laughs> the support. <laughs> so I expect every time I post something, um, I'll do my best. You'll be commenting. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll do my best. <laughs> and comment. Uh, um, my next one I mentioned in a prior episode, and that is to explore my spirituality. I do not know really what this looks like. I imagine I probably might like read some books first, and then see how I feel from there. Um, I know before I kind of mentioned, like, I grew up going to like different types of churches, but there's things about different religions that I've heard that I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. Um, and I don't really know if like organized religion is the direction I'll move in, but just, just kind of being open to like seeing what else, even if it's just like learning about other religions and other ways. Um, Because I think in years, in the past few years, you know, I've done more yoga. I kind of got into crystals a little bit, got into like the moon cycles. And I think all of that kind of goes hand in hand to all of it. You're just tapping into like your inner self. Yeah. I look at it as like spirituality, not necessarily religion. Exactly. Yeah. Because they don't have to go, they don't have to go hand in hand, but they are oftentimes interconnected. Yeah. So that's why I wrote down, explore spirituality, not necessarily religion so um yeah i cut uh, i cut out a lot of what we had talked about with that um from a previous episode because i knew that we were going to talk about it here um, mm -hmm. to try to save some time on our intros yeah um yeah i mean i do i think it's important you know i mean i i grew up in a very traditional southern baptist religion so 
my taste in religion has been very bitter for a long time because of that. Like, you know, went to a Christian school from fifth grade till 12th grade, could have gotten expelled because I was gay. Um, So couldn't come out of the closet until like I had my diploma, you know? Yeah. And I just ran out of the closet after that. But um, (laughs) yeah. Walked across the stage like in a rainbow cap and gown. and Right. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not like anti-religion or anti-Christian by any means. It was just just the way the trauma it gave me it would take me a lot to get back in it um so i'm curious to see how your journey goes and yeah i think my hesitation with it is is like we spoke about before is like there's just so much like the way that i grew up understanding like um christianity or any religions that are like aligned with christianity um that right now it's like that is just being used to divide people and like I don't like that. And it makes me feel gross. Like I mentioned going to the Opry and like one of the, a couple of the people that were not on the ticket sang, and they were introduced as gospel singers or, you know, um, yeah, gospel singers. And they had beautiful voices and I thought were entertaining, but the whole time I was sitting there thinking, am I among am I among people that are racist and full of hate? I mean, that is what I could not stop thinking. And, and that trio that I listened to, I think they were called Kane. Um, their voices were so good, but their songs were like based on Bible verses, which is perfectly fine. But they spoke in between one of the songs and they were like, you know, we're just three pastors, kids from Alabama. And I thought, Oh my God, racist. They have to be racist. <laughs> you know which is horrible yeah and i i said you know i went to see dave barnes and he is a he is classified as a christian singer yeah and so when i was getting ready to go to his concert i kept telling myself you know i've been listening to him all these years and i just know he's not like he's not full of hate i i know Uh it i know it and sure enough when when we go when i go to the concert the music starts and out walk like they were kind of dancing to black people and i was like okay thank god (laughs) like people were in his band yeah he had like some singers and like in his band and then he sang white christmas and he said in a very non-racist way and like was saying like i hope you have a white christmas in a non-racist way like he added that into the song and i was like oh my god thank you and I never thought that he was, but that was my point in saying, like, I think that's why I'm so drawn to him is I feel like he is that I do think there, I don't think all Christians are full of hate, but I think it's kind of hard right now to find ones that, that are not because we, I feel like I'm just always, you know, hearing about like these radicals and whatever. So I just don't yeah. aligned with that. So yeah, a lot of the, I think, you know, separation between religion and state, the lines get so blurred. Um, and I think that's where a lot of the danger of religion comes into play, because what we cut out of a previous episode was, you know, the Republican Party considers itself the Christian Party, um, yeah. which blows my mind because we were talking about, like, what did Jesus preach? Like, take care of the poor, take care of the people who can't take care of themselves, whether yeah. they can or not, if they need help, 
help them, you know. Um, Jesus not your place not, to judge. Yeah, like he was not like using terms like handout and right, exactly. And that's what blows uh, my mind about the Republican well, Party. Welfare queen, like Jesus, right, exactly. You know, call people welfare queens. Yeah, um, and like. I thought it was like, love your neighbor, you know, like love everybody. So like this whole thing about judging people for what they do in their personal life. I'm just, I I legit get so confused and it's just a giant turnoff for me. And when you hear, like, I'm pretty sure like Carrie Underwood is a Trumper and it's like, that makes me just have a pit in my Uh stomach, you know? And it's like, I don't, so I think, um, yeah, it's just something interesting I'm I'm looking forward to to seeing like what I what this year brings in terms of in terms of that because I definitely um really enjoy like um some gospel music I enjoy I enjoy like some like you know Dave Barnes and like music like that um and I grew up you know going to church um uh-huh. different types of churches so we'll see yeah, the other thing that gets under my skin with religion and politics, and then I'll get off my soapbox. Hold on, I lost it. <laughs> my passion, I, I lost it. One thing I will say that I noticed, like working retail, is like right now, you know, we're recording this before Christmas. When I get done checking, all I do is cash register. And when I get done checking people out, some some people will say, happy holidays and some people say merry christmas and you know how there was that whole republican party saying like people are so woke they won't even say christmas and so now whenever someone at the store says you have a very merry christmas i'm like are they part of the trump are they (laughs) yeah and i'm like look at look at what that's turned into is just simply wishing someone a merry christmas yeah has turned into me assuming you're actually full of hate, which is the opposite of Merry Christmas. I'm like, okay, you're racist, (laughs) you're (laughs) anti-LGBTQ, and you're a giant Trumper. Whereas someone that says Merry Happy Holidays, I'm like, okay, they're part of the woke mob. (laughs) (laughs) That reminded me of what I was going to say, was it's so weird to me that... You know, there's supposed to be a separation between religion and state, but why does every presidential candidate have to be a Christian? Like that comes up in like oh yeah public because, debate like, that they have to President be a Christian. Obama was campaigning, they were like bringing that up. Yeah, yeah, and like it always comes up in every single campaign that they have to declare themselves as a Christian. And I'm like, why does someone running for office have to be a Christian? Like you're not supposed to be making political decisions based on your religious values like you can have moral values yeah, and not but it, yeah it's like you said it's because saying you're i feel like because saying you're a christian is like a non non-political i'm using your quotes non-political yeah. way of saying you're also anti-women's rights anti-lgbtq yeah. and you're straight up racist yeah it, so it, it really it really sucks <laughs> like <you know? laughs> So I am curious to see where this journey brings you. Yeah, it's it's really why I've stayed away from it because it's like yeah. I just I don't want to be associated with it. Yeah, I'm not full of hate, but it's so funny because 
when I, when I mentioned in the last episode that Amy Grant showed up at that concert, I text my mom that night and I said, in all caps, like, you will not believe who this special guest was at the Dave Barnes concert. And she wrote back, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, Jesus was definitely there, but there was also another guest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay so what's what do you have next tsa pre-check um oh that's <laughs> a good one <laughs> isn't it like now that i'm flying so much like i've always like wanted to get tsa pre-check but i'm like this is the year that i'm getting tsa you have to like make an appointment yeah it takes it takes a little bit of work but i'm like I'm basically flying like once a month now, you know? So I'm like, yeah, I just need to do it. Um, so that's kind of a, it's kind of like, you know, we're both toasters. We listen to the toast. Um, and like, I kind of got that idea from Jackie getting her driver's license. Yeah. You know? Cause I'm like, that's something simple that can be a new year's resolution, but something that can it's like going to change improve. your life. Yeah, it's gonna improve your life for sure. I yeah. I have heard that. Um, do you follow the points guy I at all? Don't, but I know who he is. So he always has like tips on either getting pre-check appointments or global entry appointments. Okay. Um, I've always heard that if you have a layover, especially if it's like maybe a significant one, that's a good time to, to schedule your appointment because you can just do it while you're in an airport because it doesn't have to be your. That's interesting. That's, like you that's can, smart. Okay. So if you have a layover or I guess, I guess you could just schedule it if you were going to the airport for a trip or whatever, but. Hmm. Oh, I'll look into it. I haven't, I haven't looked into it at all. Um, other than I just need to do it. Yeah. First, I need to get my Texas driver's license and then TSA pre-check. Oh, Lord, <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. I've done everything else I need to do as far as becoming a Texan, but the driver's license is the last piece. Yes, I had to straight up take the driver's test when I got my Texas license because my oh. Louisiana one was expired and I didn't even... Oh, yeah, see, yeah, mine expires on my birthday, which is February 27th, so I'll take care of it in January. Yeah, I didn't even know it was expired. And I went and they were like, you have to take the driver's test. I literally had to take the written driver's test and the driving one. I waited in line with a bunch of 16-year-olds and then had to take, I had to like parallel park and shit. No, you won't catch me doing all that again. (laughs) At like like 31 years old, I had to do that. And I remember going into work after and they were like, did you pass your driving test? That's funny. (laughs) What's your next one? Okay. The next one, this is, it should have been at the top, but maybe save it for the bottom because this is really like the, probably the biggest one I have on my list is to, um, the overarching goal here is getting closer to my screenwriting dreams. And a few things of what that looks like is, um, you know, finishing, I don't have a number, but finishing Hallmark scripts. I'm currently working on one now, but um, right now I'm in a screenwriting group. We meet like every other week and they help, we help each other, like hold ourselves accountable. Like I say, I'm going to work on this. And we also submit our work to them for notes, which is like the screenwriter's version of like getting edits. And 
Um, I mean, last year I took like a big step and I went to a screenwriting retreat. If they offer that again, I will definitely be there. Like that's one of the reasons why I want to like make sure my finances are in order because I want to be able to go to that retreat. Um, and I also want to be able to go to the film festival. I wasn't able to go this year because of my retail schedule. And, you know, it is pretty expensive to go, even though it's still in Austin, like the ticket alone is like $600. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah. So I, I think for me, it's so for everyone, it's really easy to get caught up in the day to day. But I, I was on the phone a couple of weeks ago with a friend that I met like at my last job and she was like asking me, how's the job hunt going? And I was updating her on like, I think I'm going to have full-time work with this client. And I'm also, you know, going to continue working at Ulta. And she was like, well, have you, you know, shared with people at Ulta that you're a writer, you know, maybe they have writing opportunities at the corporate level. And I, I was like, I really appreciate that sentiment, but like, I have to constantly remind myself that like being a star freelance writer is not my goal. It has never been my goal. Being a star writer for a corporation has never been my goal. It's not my goal. These are things I do. So I'm not homeless. Um, My goal is to write and sell Hallmark scripts, period. Um, So I really need to like, you know, put as much effort as I can afford to into that goal and not be distracted by things. Because to me, I've wanted to be a screenwriter ever since I pretty much graduated from college, but I have put so many things in the way of doing that out of straight up fear, Um, which some of those things have been great for me. But uh, finally, a few years ago during the pandemic, when I took uh, my first screenwriting class, I was like, it is time to stop the bullshit. Like you're not getting any younger. So, you know, it doesn't mean it's going to happen for me, but if I don't try, then it definitely won't happen. Like my dad always used to say like, the answer is no until you ask. So this is like my reminder. And so some of the other things, like aside from finishing Hallmark scripts, I also have, um, inner screenwriting contests, which I actually entered two screening screenwriting contests in 2022. Part of that was like, I signed up for like to get all the emails so I could understand like the schedule. So last year I started last year, meaning 2022, I started taking note of like when certain contests are. So now I have a calendar of like, okay, this one's coming up. I want to have a script for this one. Like the AFF one starts accepting scripts in March. So I want to submit to that one this year. So inner screenwriting contest, finish homework scripts. And I also wrote on here, incorporating a daily writing practice. This is something that I don't want to say all writers do, but I hear a lot of writers doing like they wake up and have a daily writing practice. It could be 15 minutes of just writing the first thing when you wake up writing. I usually journal, but I would like to have a more structured writing practice. That's not necessarily journaling. doesn't have to be for a script, but maybe it's writing prose maybe it is writing fiction or a screen for my, for a screenplay or something like that, but just more of a structured, not, not journaling. If, if that makes any sense. Um, so that's the big one. And it goes with my romanticize because what do home movies do? Romanticize. 
Yes, they do. <laughs> oh, hold on. The dogs are barking. Next one is prioritize monthly massages. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, because I love a massage. And I used to get um, I got to the point in Iowa where I was going on a regular monthly basis. Because Did I you do like a massage and be or something like that? Or no? No. Um, I had found this guy who had like, he just rented a room in an office building. It was just him, you know, in his individual practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was very affordable. He had like, you know, packages and discounts mm-hmm. and stuff. And it was just nice. Like, you know, I didn't have to check in with the receptionist and like wait in a room with other people. Like, I kind of found like that was really nice that it was just like this individual person doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to try to find another one of those around here and like do a standing appointment. Um, Because, you know, I have my every other Friday off. Like, oh, yeah, that'd be perfect. Right. And I really had gotten really good at it. In Iowa, before we moved, really good at getting massages. Yeah. (laughs) Well, like I mean, it's one of those things where, like, if you don't make the time for it, if you don't like, you know, make the effort, you just walk around just feeling like achy. You know. Um, Obviously, yoga helps, but there's just something different about someone, you know, putting their hands and like working out all the kinks in your bodies. so yes, that's my goal is to find a massage therapist and prioritize it monthly. And I cannot wait. That's awesome. I, I really love that one. I There's no way I could do like a monthly massage, but that inspires me to go get a massage because, or like a facial. I used to, I used to always get, like, I got a I lot of facials facial. for myself when I lived in Louisiana. It started because my skin was like a fucking wreck. Yeah. Um, but then I would maintain and keep going to get a facial. And wow, those are so nice. I mean, ideally it would be a monthly spa day. So that's the, <laughs> that's the ultimate goal is like literally like <laughs> once mm-hmm. a month, my ultimate goal would be to go in and get like, a 90 minute massage, a facial, like a body wrap, a mani and a pedi, like just body like. Wrap. Well, I've never had one of those. Oh, they're nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, that would be my ultimate goal one day is just to be wow. able to do like a really treat yourself kind of situation once a month, you know? Okay. So we need a spa sponsor. ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Viva Viva Day Spa. Oh my God. No kidding. But yes, I'm starting small. I just need a monthly massage for now. Okay. This one is kind of like my last like new goal, which is similar, kind of similar to yours, but I, I wrote it as like leveling up on self-care, which I, I know a lot of people think of self-care as like a face mask or whatever, but for me, like a lot of this is self-care, like setting up a savings account to me is like self-care, like really just creating a life that um, you don't have to escape from is self-care. But um, when I wrote this, I was thinking um, a few things. One, for a while this year in 2022, I was doing like a weekly at-home facial which I really came to enjoy, like making a little night of it. Like I have a steamer, like a facial steamer and all the skin. Facial steamer. Yeah. 
to like open That's up fancy yeah and yeah and I have just like a bunch of skincare products and like tools that I was using and it really was making my skin look awesome plus I just really liked doing it like I would turn on like a reality show get a glass of wine or like some lemon water and like do this facial for myself um but I haven't done it regularly like in a while so I want to get back to doing that and I would like to learn more about like I don't know if you've been seeing a lot of this like people are into lymphatic drainage and anti-inflammatory drainage yeah what is lymphatic drainage uh, I just follow a lot of people on Instagram that have started, like, I guess I follow beauty influencers and they do like, they like tap, they like massage certain places on their face or like on their like collarbone area and like help. I, this is why I put Okay. On- okay. Okay. I don't really know. You know, when you go get a massage and they'll say like yeah. a bunch of water because you have to get all the toxins that we just like awoke or whatever out of your body. Okay. Um, there's all these things that I hear about that I don't understand, like the lymphatic drainage or like people having like an anti-inflammatory diet. Like, what is that? Am I inflamed? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Or having like a hormonal diet. Are my hormones out of whack? I don't know. These are things like I (laughs) see and I'm like, I don't, I'm not saying I'm going to do them, but I would like to just understand, like, am I am I like eating things or taking vitamins that are doing me wrong because I don't know what they're doing? Right. I don't know. Yeah. The body is complicated. Acupuncture is something I would like to look into eventually. My mom has been doing regular acupuncture for really? a good bit. Yeah. Um, Cause she, she gets like migraines and stuff and I think it helps uh, with that. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, just kind of looking into like, could I be doing like, what if I just did one simple diet change and, oh, it's like, oh, I feel so much better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it's just something I kind of want to look into because. Have you ever done a food sensitivity test? No, I haven't. You could start there. Because okay. I discovered that I was not allergic to, but sensitive to eggs. Interesting. And it made a lot of sense because obviously I've carved up dairy. Um, but sometimes like things will like trigger bloating and stuff. And I'm like, what is doing this? I thought I had my shit together. Lo and behold, it's eggs. And I eat a lot of stuff with eggs. Interesting. So yeah, it's like, I just want to know more about, um, I guess they're health fads that I just see, We you know, lymphatic drainage. Is that real or fake? I think that's real. Um, Is it really official? Should I be doing it? Like, I think so. My face. Um, should I be on the lookout for anti-inflammatory foods? How do I know if I'm inflamed? Right. Yeah. I don't know. Let me know what you learned about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we did learn about like the different kind of systems in your body during yoga training. Oh, yeah. And there are different yogas that are good for, like, lymphatic system and stuff like that. Yeah. I'll also do some research um, from a yoga perspective. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, I will, because it's something I also want to learn more about. um, Because it was kind of overwhelming during training, just because we were learning about, like, 
you know, there's the circulatory system, the lymphatic system, the nervous yes. system. You know how like when people like drink a lot, the next day they're like, oh my God, I'm so puffy. And I'm like, am I puffy after I drink a lot? I don't know. I know I am. I, I just don't know. Yeah. Which if any of this stuff, if any of this exploring spirituality, exploring lymphatic drainage results in drinking less, that that part's not going to work for me. Uh (laughs) We're just going to skip over that part. Yeah, I understand that. You're about Um, to go to your last goal and I have one after yours, but none of our goals so far have been drinking less or sober January. (laughs) we have a happy hour podcast (laughs) i know i'm just saying that's actually never been one of my goals ever in my life yeah me either no not me (laughs) Um, could never (laughs) i know my priorities yeah my last one is to read one book a month um yeah wow that's a big one yeah, I've gotten like really out of the habit. Like basically I only read whenever I'm traveling now, which I'm almost done with the engagement. Um wow. so I know what I think whenever I'm done with it. But yeah, I've like just gotten to a point where I just never read unless I'm traveling, which you know, I'm traveling more, so that has helped. Mm-hmm. Um you join did you join Fallon's book club? I think you did. No, I didn't even know she had a book club. Why did I think that I, I thought I saw you join on Facebook? Okay, you're not on Facebook much, though. No. I, like, never check Facebook. Yeah. What kind yeah, of book so, Um... Is it, like, themed or just, like, a book club? I think it's just, like, a random book club. I think okay. she's going to pick a book every month. So that'll keep me kind of on track, is she'll give me a book to read every month. So um, you're going to read that book every month? <laughs> yeah. I mean, ideally, I would like to find a book that I also want to read, you know, maybe I won't like that one. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to go and say, I'm going to do two books a month. I'm going to do it. Right. Once. Yeah. 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 One yeah. book a month is that's, a, that's a good bit. Yeah. I think so. So, yeah. I mean, I'm sure Fallon would be happy to have you in the book club. Um, <laughs> if you wanted to join. I know I might need to check it out. I, I follow Fallon on Goodreads. Oh, and, really? Yeah. Oh, I actually kind of forgot about that until you said it, because um, th- I think this past year, she, her reading goal was different, but like during the pandemic, like she read so much and like, we read a lot of the same books. Really? Yeah. So sometimes we would message each other like, oh, talking about a book or whatever. So I'm sure that she'll have good books in there. Um, That's half yeah. my struggle is choosing the book. So. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I think that is a big struggle for people. That's I have the opposite problem. There's so many books I want to read. Uh, really? Yeah, not me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not me. Oh. <laughs> well, like, I don't know. I've just never been a big book person. So I don't have, like, a favorite author. I don't have, like, a favorite genre. Like, and it's hard for me to, like, really nail down what I enjoy. Yeah. You know, so okay. I guess I'm kind of in an exploratory. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. This will be an interesting time. Mm-hmm. Cool. My last goal is really just a few things that I want to continue from 2022. The main thing is just my monthly contributions to a charity. In mm-hmm. 2022, I made a goal to like make a monthly contribution 
to an organization and I could not decide which one. And I thought that I would use 2022 as like an exploratory, let me find the cause that I want to contribute to every month. But to be honest, I really enjoyed contributing to a cause and it was different every month. And I already made my contribution for December. And so now it's like I have these 12 different organizations that I, some of them, most of them, I didn't even know about before the year started. So uh, I think I donate the same amount pretty much. I think there was a few times when it was like a different amount, but donate just a small amount each month. Um, But I think I'm going to keep doing that. Keep doing just wherever I kind of feel like. I want to contribute that month, whatever cause I'm thinking about. So you're not going to stick with the same organizations, potentially. You may change them up each month. Yeah, I think so. I feel like I just have commitment issues when it comes to, because it's like, of course, initially I'm like, oh, I want to do something with like institutional racism and or women's rights. But then it's about so many other causes. And then... Like when something happens, like it's like, oh, like like when um, the war with Ukraine broke out, I, my contribution in March was like to um, like a, a chef that like cooks was cooking meals like on the border to people coming seeking safety. And it's like I really wanted to do that. So I kind of feel like we're just in this state where like everything is always on fire. Uh-huh. Yeah, no kidding. So it's like I want to be able to Yeah. Um so yeah, continue the contributions and um I do I do usually like read a lot. I've been reading less lately, but can just continue like it I feel like I love to read and it's important for me to read. So continue reading books. And I think that was really it as far as like, I have a general like gratitude journal practice and things of that nature that I would continue, but mostly the charity thing is like, that's the big thing that changed for me in 2022 that I really enjoy. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I'm laughing because like, (laughs) as as I edit our recordings, I've noticed I have a few catchphrases and that's awesome. I love that or two of mine. (laughs) (laughs) If you're following along, listeners and you want to make a drinking game out of it take a oh. shot every time i say i love that <laughs> so how are you going to keep yourself accountable for these goals uh just do my best honestly um <laughs> i don't really have an accountability plan um other than just like revisiting my list uh on my phone because that's where i wrote it down <laughs> yeah that's good yeah, and I didn't think it that far through. Yeah, that's usually I keep my list as well, and then I usually check in. I try and check in like every quarter, but a lot yeah. of these goals aren't like um, measurable. I didn't make like a lot of yours aren't measurable. Yeah, cool. I've learned to give myself a lot of grace, you know. Yeah, I mean, you a lot of yours were like lifestyle changes. I feel. Yeah. Which, the show. Cool. Um, well, I would love to hear anyone listening what your resolutions are, or if you're if you're making them, because um, I feel like it's it's helpful to share resolutions because it may be something you know that pertains to you or me. 
Yeah, something somebody can help you with. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah, that's cool. You got, I mean, two of our guests inspired you, Fallon and Katie. Yep. That's pretty cool. I think so. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. Um, it's been a fun few months and we're going to keep on cranking them out. Yeah, we didn't have any goals for the podcast. <laughs> we didn't. But I mean, we do, like in a sense, like, you know, we have. We release a podcast episode every week. So um, we plan on sticking it out. Yeah, we've got some guests lined up for 2023 episodes. And we'll, at some point, wrap up season one in 2023. Yep. Cool. I'm excited. A new year. I know. I am too. Cheers to a new year. It's a shame we don't have a drink in our hand right now. But um... Our first episode, not drinking. (laughs) Yeah, we were sober this whole time, you guys. So we are not alcoholics. (laughs) (laughs) Put this one down in the book. (laughs) Hilarious. Oh my gosh. Cool. All right. Well, happy new year. Um, And I guess see you next Tuesday. (laughs) See you next year. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Holly, where can people find you? They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at OrangeJulia7, also on thebitterlemon.com and on Etsy, Bitter Lemon Digital. And Derek, where can people find you? So I am on Instagram with my personal account at Yoga with Derek, and that's D-E-R-E-K, spelled the correct way. And on Instagram for Yoga for All Humans, it is at Yoga for All Humans on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Um, Don't judge my TikTok game. I'm still learning. On LinkedIn, you can sync up with me, Derek Hagler, on there. And Yoga for All Humans has its own LinkedIn account as well. And of course, yogaforallhumans.com is the studio's website. Small Business Happy Hour has its own Instagram account at Small Business Happy Hour, or you can email us at smallbusinesshappyhour at gmail.com. Cheers. Cheers. See you next Tuesday. Tuesday.